Hello beautiful and spooky people, thank you as always for clicking on this podcast and this particular episode of Joe Blogs About Films. As always, it really is super appreciated, whether you're a first time listener, long time listener, all the same, thank you so much, it really does mean the absolute world. This weekend just gone, me and my wife were just looking for something to watch over just, just while the weather was absolutely bleak up north in England and um, we stumbled across obviously this release from Marlon Wayans which uh, we actually had been recommended it as well, directed by Jeff Wadlow, The Curse of Bridge Hollow because we've not really been at the cinema too much lately. My wife sadly broke a foot uh, a few weeks, last week in fact, so we're kind of limited to uh, yeah where we're, where we're going really. Um, but I really, as I say from the trailer of this when I first caught it a few weeks back when it was announced and such, you know, it's always great having Marlon Wayans featuring in this kind of like theme and film because, you know, Marlon Wayans is just a genius to say with the, the Wayans brothers themselves when they created, you know, Scary Movie 1, Scary Movie 2, obviously gone off and done in like the ha- a Haunted House as well, 1 and 2, which I loved the first Haunted House. That was real good. To, yeah, like return to that kind of like humour satire form really for, for Marlon Wayans. And obviously, you know, we're all fans of White Chicks. I thought that was, uh, yeah, a very early 2000s film, but still... Marlon Wayans, you, you kind of really know what you're going to get with it, but I remember seeing the trailer for it and thinking, okay, interesting concept enough. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be aimed at a much younger demographic, but to be honest with you, like, I, I think it did the job really well, this film, The Curse of Bridge Hollow. Like, I genuinely feel, if you're looking for something around the spooky season to watch, um, which in itself, I've, I, I've obviously over the last few episodes, I've gone over a fair few horror films or um, just films to go hand in hand with Halloween or whatever. This is the most Halloween-y one I'm really going to talk about, and I'm going to keep it spoiler-free, obviously. But to be honest with you, I'd, I'd, it's one of those where I wouldn't really want to dive too much into spoilers for this, anyways, because it's it's just a fun, family-driven film, really. I mean, the, 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 there's the stereotypical and classic tropes that you get with these kind of films, you know, the whole classic family moving to a new area, and the new area there's a problem with it kind of thing. You know, something happens within this new town that they've moved to. They're all there. There's a checklist they've gone by. But to be honest with you. It's, it's all right. It's actually uh, there was some good chuckles in there, and like I say, this is going to be a spoiler-free review, so don't worry. I'm not going to spoil it for you. So if you do want to check it out, absolutely do so. Uh, it's available on Netflix now, and uh, yeah, I, I think that you'll have a, a definite good time with this. So before we do proceed, this podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. As to RSS.com, jump onto Facebook as well and give us a like and a follow on there, and also hit the notification button on Spotify so you can be notified on your lovely mobile device uh, when a new episode is uploaded as to when you while you're at it leave us a review because that would be absolutely lovely so here we go then the curse of bridge hollow a teenage girl who accidentally releases an ancient and mischievous spirit on halloween which causes decorations to come alive and wreak havoc must team up with the last person she'd want to in order to save their town her father so in this film we have marlon wayans as the father figure that's howard gordon we've got kelly Rowland as well as emily gordon and uh, priya ferguson playing Sidney Gordon, famously obviously playing Erica in Stranger Things. Like, this is the thing with this film, right? So when, when it first started and you've got the whole classic family dynamic and they're moving to a new moving to a new town, as I've mentioned, the, one of the things I struggled with more than anything, which this film does suffer with at the start, but then it, it, it kind of cracks on and you, you kind of forget about it, is that I couldn't actually believe that they'd picked three three actors or three three people to come together, sorry, that had no chemistry whatsoever. It was very, very clear and obvious that this was a script they were reading from. And I was a little bit worried from the start of this film because I was like, okay, once 
things start to get spooky, we'll see what happens from there. But at the moment, at the start of the film, like I said, that first 15, 20 minutes or however long it takes for the decorations to come alive or whatever, yeah, there's some good moments in there, but I did feel that it, there was literally zero, especially between Marlon Wayans and Kelly Rowland. Obviously, they're supposed to be like Mr. and Mrs. Gordon, obviously the husbands and, and, and parents, sorry, for uh, Priya Ferguson, Sydney. Uh, there was nothing. There was literally, it was like absolutely nothing. And, and Kelly Rowland is in this and it's great to see her again because it's one of those where like the last thing I can possibly think of that's popped out of my head that she was in that I watched is obviously the, the Freddy vs. Jason film obviously from many, many years ago. So it's kind of nice to see her back in like a spooky setting. Um, and this is the thing as well, sorry. I mean, aside from the fact that I found there was zero chemistry whatsoever, which it, it does get better, don't get me wrong, because Marlon Wayans, I mean... As I've already stated, obviously he's done some excellent work in his career and such, and I just you know what you're going to get with him as a performer, and like I do feel that although there's the classic, you know Marlon Wayans character traits, you know the screaming and like just the over overacting in a, in a way, um, there was some real like more depth to his character in this one, which I quite liked. Like his character, his father figure, you know he's kind of always been that person that's watched over and and really really kind of not yeah like pushed pushed his daughter Sydney to follow suit with certain things that he's interested in, such as like science or karate or anything like that. So like there's a, there's that fresh dynamic there that there's already like a, a friction between the two because, you know, Priya Ferguson, Sydney just wants to live a life like a normal teenager. She wants to believe in Halloween. She wants to go off and do this that, and the other, but her father is the person that's preventing that because he's always got a logical explanation behind everything. Obviously there's more to it in terms of why he doesn't really like Halloween, this and that, and, and all of, you know, from past experience. But He's someone that's a man of science, so the, the fact that these decorations and everything are coming to life cannot be plausible, and, and there's always going to be an explanation behind it. And I liked it. I did like that friction between them, and it allowed the the story and the character progression to to unfold really throughout this film, and I felt that that's when things started to get better, was when they were kind of butting heads, and it wasn't just like fake family nonsense. It was like when they were either butting heads or in particular... Once those two start getting on the same wavelength and they're having an absolute blast in this film, there's some absolutely excellent humorous moments within this, as I say. I did feel that at the start there wasn't much there, but as soon as it starts going off, there's those two, like I said, because, you know, Priya, Priya Ferguson in Stranger Things playing Erica was, you know, some has some absolute scene-stealing moments within that, especially with her delivery and timing. You've got Marlon Wayans, who is a master at that as well. Those two together, as I've stated, once the decorations and all the spooky action kicks in, they are absolutely on top form, and there's some really like there is some ch real good chuckles in this film. There's some absolutely wondrous lines in this. That I was like, okay, fair play to them because they say the first 15, 20 minutes, I wasn't too fussed, but once that spell's unleashed or whatever, and and the the, the decorations come up. It's absolutely great, and this is also a thing that I always try to take out of these films as well because it's a twelve A or whatever. It's not, in a sense, necessarily aimed at me, but I, I like the fact that it's like it is aimed at a younger audience, but also for parents and for, you know, more, I don't know, a, a more balanced in terms of age demographic, I should say, that can enjoy this film. Because this will be a film that will introduce more younger people to like the horror aspects of it. Because some of the things that you see in this, I mean, I'm not saying every decoration is horrifying, but clowns in itself are always a 50 50 affair because you're always going to have people on that side of the fence that are like, can't stand clowns hate every aspect of it or just like you know people that don't hate them or just don't mind them and can watch them in horror films such as your Pennywises and, and all that jazz but there are some light moments in this where you can see that this can maybe shape someone's taste and, and want to see a little bit more uh, as they as they grow up and such especially like I say a younger audience and such they might want to you know dip into watching like it or something like that because of the back of this so I did feel that there's a nice to say all-round feel to it that the director got really well and the actual setup itself 
I mean, my wife absolutely loves Halloween, and when we when when they first arrive into this neighborhood and we get to see all the decorations all around the town and such, it's just it is great. It does you do sit there with that fuzzy feel, thinking, God Almighty, I wish I was in America for Halloween because obviously here in the UK we don't, you know, we, we do Halloween, but we don't go full on Halloween like they do in America. And I, and I guess that there's that thing again because you've got the you've got Marlon Wayans Howard's character that's really opposed to it, whereas his neighbor, obviously played by uh, Rob Riggle, who's got a great great cameo character in it. Let's say cameo is supporting actor, I should say, who plays Sully, his neighbour, you know, he's all for it as well, like every everything's full on, he's gone for like the Walking Dead theme, which as a Walking Dead fan, as someone who's also watching the final season of The Walking Dead as we speak, obviously, I really enjoyed the Walking Dead references that were in this, like the jokes that were in there, as I say, in particular from Rob Riggle, who's not only dressed up as uh, Rick Grimes, she's Sheriff Rick Grimes in this, um, yeah, as the action unfolds, such for his Halloween costume, but also obviously he's got the zombies and such, and there's an exchange between him and Marlon Wayans Howard, where you know, he says he's a Walking Dead fan, and then Howard says um, about like they jumped the shark since they killed Glenn and stuff, and then Rob Riggle like gives like a kiss to the sky and such. It's just stuff like like that that again this is the other thing that i like about this this film as well the the fact that the curse of bridge hollow it doesn't it doesn't shy away from making reference to more recent halloween themes or recent halloween stories or whatever or films or like that or like you know you've got characters that end up you know, some of some of uh, Sidney Gordon's peers, you know, they're dressed up as like Cruella from the Cruella film a few years from last year, was it? Sorry. Yeah, last year. Uh, also, obviously, one of the other one of other friends as well is dressed up as Spider-Gwen. Just stuff like that that I thought were really nice. It's more modern, bringing it down to, like I said, the, the, the youth of today, really, that are going to be used to seeing those characters and who are going to be big fans of those characters. I thought, as I say, like it ticked an awful lot of boxes. But, you know, when it comes to like the monsters and decorations, they all look great. Like the costume design in this film, I think I've done a really good job. And it didn't look too bad either, did the CGI, because with Netflix, again, it's going to be 50-50 when it comes to the CGI, in particular how much budget they've got or whatever, which, knowing how much Netflix makes, it is surprised sometimes how weak CGI can be. But I think with this, you let things slide a lot more because of the fact it's a, you know, it's a, a not a kid's film, but they say it's, it's just a film for the family. So it's not going to have the same heights as like your DC Marvel or whatever extravaganza that comes to the big blockbuster films. But I did feel that there were a lot of things in there, even like a, like a 2D cat that pops up, obviously, that starts off, you know, like just running around, passing on this spirit to other, other decorations. And that, like I said, the clowns in this are, are pretty horrendous. But one of my favourite sequences in this film is when they end up in a nursing home. I won't go into too much detail, but it involves a lot of spiders coming to life. And there's an absolutely fantastic like sequence. like an It's essentially an action sequence where you've got Marlon Wayans. Instead of using guns and shooting, obviously, he's actually using uh, like bleach and disinfectant sprays or whatever taking down these spiders and like even like throwing like a, obviously one of them to one of the sprays over to to his daughter obviously <laughs> to Sydney Gordon kind of thing like it just everything it's like I said that tongue-in-cheek approach to it that I really really did really did like um it was just to say just all in all I thought that it was uh, pretty pretty good it's what started off as a little bit like okay we'll see what happens I did feel that it really did, um, yeah, it really did take off because there's some excellent, excellent jokes in this. The other supporting roles in this, you've got John Michael Higgins playing Principal Floyd. He's pretty interesting enough. Like, he always, like, when you first meet him, you kind of, like, I don't know if this guy's going to be, like, someone that's going to be, like, the perpetrator behind all this spell and stuff, but I don't know, there's, like, an edginess to him which does continue throughout the film. I thought it was nice to see uh, Lauren Lapkus in this, cause obviously, most famously from her role in The Big Bang Theory. She does play that kind of, like, classic mayor character that's really into the spirit of Halloween. And I don't know, like, I thought her accent as well was nice. It's a nice change, but yeah, it's, it's all padded out really nicely. And I, like I said, just felt that they did a pretty good job with this film. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, cause I, I, I thought that, like I said, the humor's in there, the, the spooky side of it, what we're here for, the aesthetic of Halloween really is driven home in this. And I do feel that if you're looking for a film to watch around the, the spooky season, and say we're coming up towards Halloween itself, obviously the 31st, then 
definitely add this to your list because I was pleasantly surprised, as too was my wife. And uh, yeah, it's one of those ways like they could maybe do more with this, like I say, if they want to make any sequels. Um, but no, it does, like I said, does have a, a real, a real, a family-driven film. I so say you've got the, the fractions and the and the broken relationship almost between the, the father and the daughter, which obviously it, it comes to fruition. They all will work together, and and you know, even though, like I say, you've got the 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 character of Marlon Wayans who logically thinks there's an explanation behind everything. There are just some things like this fantasy, well, fantastical events, I should say, that can't be explained. It's unexplainable. But um, yeah, just a lot of fun. Marlon Wayans, you can tell, is having a lot of fun with this, as say, even Priya Ferguson, Sidney Gordon. Once things start going, like I say, those two really do shine in this. It's just a shame Kelly Rowland was a bit of like a... And like just a just a character for the sake of it, almost like they 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 have her in there just as that mother figure who likes to bake all these goods that that nobody likes. Like I said, the cooking that she does is not very good, uh, or rather the ingredients that she's using nobody's and en- no one's enjoying. But that's really it for Kelly Rowland's character. That's literally it. There's there's obviously more of a there's a, the the user part of the plot to to move forward a little bit towards the end with the spirits and everything that's going off there and the story behind it all uh, behind this curse. Sorry, but not really in it too much, which is a shame, really, because I felt like she was just a bit of a spare part. So that's really, like I say, uh, the only major criticism, really, because it's, it's a good laugh. Out of 10, this is, like I say, six and a half, I would give it. I think, yeah, it's going to introduce a lot of young kids to more, like I say, more mature stuff in terms of maybe wanting to explore a bit more of the spooky side of it, because some of these decorations are pretty harrowing at times. But yeah, it's a real good, um, yeah, real good family, family-driven fun film, and I would recommend absolutely. There we have it. Nice, short and sweet one there for you. Thank you as always. I'm going to be quite busy on the podcast this week. So keep your eyes and ears. As I say, best place to do that is jumping onto Facebook and give us a like and a follow. Also, as I say, hit notifications on Spotify to know when new episodes are uploaded. But if you've seen The Curse of Bridge Hollow, let me know your thoughts as well because I personally had a bit of a blast with this. My wife did as well. And uh, yeah, all fun around spooky season. Until the next episode, as always, thank you so much for listening. Take care.